White lights shone down from above, jolting Sigrid instantly awake. The lights were blinding and painful to her eyes and bored deep into her skull. Even the simple act of blinking hurt. Something was wrong. Very wrong. She shouldn't be feeling this way. She shouldn't... hurt. Slowly, her blurred surroundings swam back into focus. She was in a room as white and as featureless as the lights above her. Sterile white tiles covered the floor and walls. Banks of harsh floodlights lined the ceiling. And she had absolutely no idea where she was. The Independence, Bellatrix, she remembered all of that. And Suko. Suko! Sigrid gasped at the memory. In her mind, she saw it. The desert on Bellatrix, and Suko lying in the twisted wreckage of her long spur. Her leg was a bloody, mangled mess, torn open and with splintered bits of bone thrusting through her shredded flesh. She could remember all of that. Yet this... Sigrid stared into the white lights, into the walls and the tiles on the floor. She had no memory of this place. None whatsoever. Yet somehow she knew, and she was convinced of it beyond a shadow of a doubt, this wasn't the first time she'd woken here. She'd been here before. Squinting against the glare, Sigrid tried to raise her hand to shield her eyes, only to find that she couldn't move. Something was preventing her and holding her back. In a panic, she tried to move, tried to sit up, but her hands, her feet, even her waist were bound, strapped to a metal gurney, cold against her flesh. Her clothes were gone, and she felt... cold. Sigrid trembled. She hadn't felt such cold in years. The room wasn't as entirely featureless as she'd first thought. A fresh white robe hung waiting on a hook. Waiting for her? She could only guess. And there was one last thing. The single white door that stood facing her. A solitary window was framed in its center, practically glaring back at her. Sigrid found herself staring hard at that small pane of glass. In fact, she couldn't take her eyes from it. There was something about that window, something familiar. But no matter how hard she stared, no face emerged to stare back at her, and the glass remained clear. She was completely and utterly alone. The only sounds came from the panting of her short breaths and the pounding of her heart beating in her chest. She had to remember what had happened to her. She was convinced her life depended on it. But there was nothing. Only empty space where her memories used to be. Space and a dull, throbbing ache. She tried to access her PCM. Whatever had happened to her, her PCM would have the data stored in its many databases. The answers would be there. She might not be able to remember, but her PCM was incapable of forgetting. It would tell her what she needed, and that would be that. Sigrid waited, but there was nothing. No response, no access. More than nothing, there was no signal at all. She could see it. Her PCM was there. It simply refused to answer. She couldn't access any of her bionics. None of her optical or communications modules responded, and not a single nanomite would answer her. It was as if her entire control network was offline. But that was... impossible. It was impossible. Dr. Garrett, even Hitomi, had told her so.
The process of integrating her bionic components had taken years. Her PCM was as vital to her as her heart or lungs. It wasn't something that could simply be turned on and off, not without killing her. Yet that was exactly what someone had done. Rather than deepening her panic, Secret became even more determined. She didn't have the luxury of lying there and feeling sorry for herself. She had to escape. She had to know what happened on Bellatrix and to Suko. And, dear God, if something had happened to her. But to do that, first she had to remember. Closing her eyes, Secret lay back, searching.